This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, happy Thursday. Al over there, I'm over here as we wrap up the podcast work week. And uh, nice to have you with us. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a scale in your house? I do. Recently purchased. What does it tell you? Is it just to just to give you the weight, or no. does it measure body fat and yeah. all that stuff? It does measure those other things. It has an app attached to it. It does. And it's a Bluetooth to your phone. Okay. But I don't know how me standing on the scale, it will tell me what my... Uh, what my water weight is, what my uh, what percentage of body fat I have. How does it possibly know I don't, that? I, all I know is it, it works through your feet. I don't know how, which is why most of them will tell you to weigh yourself barefoot. Yes, uh, this wh- one does as well. Now, how much, if you don't mind me asking, I, I bought a scale like that too. I spent about 100 bucks on it. I think it's great. Yeah. How much did you spend? Um, I spent about one. Um, hmm. More than one, that? May, yeah, maybe 100 okay. bucks. Would you more. spend, if I told you there's a product out there, and there is now, it's made by Naked Labs. Naked Labs. It is a mirror. And it's great. I mean, it's a mirror for your wife if she just wants to get dressed. But it is also a total body imaging mirror to where it gives you a readout of where you are lumpy. Let's put it that way. Okay. Like where your fat pockets are. Um, Can't we see that ourselves in our own mirror? You can, but it differ- the way I read it, it differentiates between muscle mass and fat. So you might be in one area, like, oh, I got thick shoulders, right? Yeah, well, you might be thick shoulders because you're eating too much pizza and you know the, the fat's collecting off your back. Point is, how much would you spend for something like that? I would. If sp- it completely revolutionized the way you weigh yourself and look at yourself and you know chart. I think it needs like. to be $200. Really? Otherwise, people will not go for it. This is a full-length mirror. Yeah. Oh, all right. Forget it then. <laughs> Why you got something? It's well, it's like four fifty. Four fifty. I thought when I first looked at it, I thought it was going to be like a couple grand. So I saw four fifty. I'm like, you know what? You think that's an accurate? I think that's pretty good. Item like. Uh, well, I would think if you're if you're if the name of your company is Naked Labs and you look at their website, they look like they're pretty high tech. They're legit. I mean, doesn't it? I mean, I guess it doesn't yeah, have right. to be. But I would think for that kind of money, they've put a lot into it. And they've got enough documentation 
that's going to prove what they're doing and what you're looking at is accurate. Right. So I don't know. I, that caught my eye yesterday. I'm like, we should do this. I will check that out. Naked Labs. Naked Labs. That's the now. Would that you would you tell your wife or girlfriend that that's what the mirror does, or would you just <laughs> leave it in the house and then do your own readings? And then I get her printouts, and she doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just get all. her printouts, printouts, no, and then I, she doesn't get yours because she doesn't know that's a scale looking for lumps. I wouldn't do that. You know, going back about nine, God, seven or eight years now, we were both uh, at a gym where we did those BMI ratings yes. every six months. And, I mean, you know, her BMI rating would be 13% or something, body fat, or 12%. I forget what the number was. Relatively low. And then I'd go up there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing much better. I'm kicking ass. And the guy would be like, you're at 23%. I'm like, oh. like, 23%? I'm like, that's not good. He goes, well, it's not awful, but no, it's not good. Right. I'm like, why is hers so much? And I look at her, I'm like, all right. Yeah, I, I suck. I don't know how those, like how that mirror would read it, or how the scale I have in my bathroom, how it reads through my feet what either. my body fat is. I don't either. I really don't. I do know the weight has been spot on though, because I went to the doctor last week and it was literally within half a pound. And they, the doctor was the old school. Oh one, yeah, where you stand I, on it and they move the big yeah, weight around. That to me is like the only one I've always ever trusted. Me too. And it was right on with it. So I mean that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that, Jerry. Speaking of lumps and being lumpy and things, Jerry, yeah. here's a study that you're going to love. This says that uh, a survey, Jerry, three out of four women, so that's 75%, would choose a man with love handles over a man with six-pack abs. I'll tell you why. Why is that? Because women— I have the answer. I want to see if your answer lines up. I think up. from people I've spoken to, mm-hmm. a couple of friends of mine. All right. The man with the six-pack abs is, quote-unquote, great to look at, but is probably in love with himself. I see. That is what I have heard. I have a couple of friends in particular that have said that. Right. Whose husbands are large. <laughs> right. So they're probably right to say that. So that would be my answer to why that is. Okay. The women in this survey said they'd feel self-conscious taking their clothes off in front of a man who's got six-pack abs and is perfectly toned. More pressure for them to be in shape. Well, that's not a bad thing, though. I could see, I could totally see yeah. the reasoning for that. They will always feel their body is inferior to the six-pack ab man. Listen, I'll tell you that my wife staying in shape absolutely motivates me to try and stay in shape. Right. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Like if she let so, herself go, you'd be like, well, what am I doing? I don't know that I would or I wouldn't, but I think I would be a little less motivated. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know, though. Thankfully, she hasn't let herself go yet. Right. And hopefully she doesn't. Were you always one? Do you like the love handles on a girl? On a girl? Love yeah. handles? Yeah. I You're think... talking about love handles. They, they women, women have them, too. They ain't yeah. just guys. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not sure I'm a big fan of love handles, but uh, I have them myself, so you really can't be questioning of us. Why not? That's what America is. Let's criticize other, everybody criticize we don't understand or we can't. Yeah, I mean, I guess everyone, yeah, I mean, I guess everyone has love handles. I think everyone, unless you have six-pack abs. Right, unless you, you have 4% probably, body fat. Yeah, then you have some sort of love handle. Is that the first place it goes or does it go to the ass? I think for women, it goes to the ass and thighs. And for men, because I have looked this up. For men, it does go to the midsection. That's why men have bellies yeah. and women get bigger butts. But lots of women like having bigger butts. That's a thing now. Yeah. Hmm. Like I saw a woman on uh, uh, on uh, social media, though, they say, how do I, what do I need to do 
to get the Kardashian butt. Like, they want the Kardashian butt. When is that? I, I I don't understand when and how that became. And how, yeah, I don't know physically how it became a large, like how you get a large butt without the rest of you being all that large. I, this, squats? Well, squats make it muscular and tighten it. But doesn't it also make it bigger because when it's it's building up a butt muscle that's getting I suppose bigger. Well, didn't we have that butt model in here? Uh, no, we we uh, we yeah. no, we she didn't come in. We were going back and forth with her, and then she stopped talking to us. Is that true, Jen Selter? Yeah. Oh, she never the came butt in. Butt model? No, she did not come in. Oh, I didn't know that. She stopped. Uh, she she stopped taking my emails, Jerry. That's weird. Yeah, because she was, and I guess she still is. She was like this health and fitness nut with the concentration being her rear end. And her mom, by the way, in shape like she is. Right. Because she's, what, early 20s, mid-20s? Mid-20s. And I think her mom was, like, late 40s. And you're looking at her like, my God, that's your mother. Both in great shape. But she is a thin girl but has a big butt because she's working it out. Interesting. The muscular part of the butt can get big as well, Jerry. Hmm. So how about this? So you know there's a statue in France of Heracles. Hercules? I think it, it, it there's they're saying Heracles. It's not Hercules. Okay. But it's another one Where's of those Eddie? gods. Right. I actually did clear this with Eddie this morning. I said, is Hercules and Heracles the same god? He said no. Hmm. So, but you know how they make these statues of these gods in these foreign countries? They're all naked. Yes. So there's a statue in France of uh, Heracles, and he is naked. And the problem is becoming they have over and over again had to um, replace the penis <laughs> because people are stealing it. So the new <laughs> the mayor of that town uh, decided that what he was going to do was have the artist come in with the, who did the statue and make the penis a detachable penis to which the town removes the penis. <laughs> And only puts it on the statue when there's some sort of ceremony in the town. Oh, boy. Because people could not be trusted not to touch the penis. And much like the David, the statue of David, Jerry, that we're all familiar with, the I'm naked what, the statue, statue of David. David. Oh, okay. It's very famous. Very famous. It's, a, it's, a, it's in one of these. Uh, so famous you have no idea where it is. I don't know where it is, right. but it, it's a very famous statue, and it's a man in very good shape with uh, his penis. Okay. And it's very tiny. Compared the to penis his, is tiny? Yes, compared to the rest of his body. Same with this uh, Heracles statue. Not big. They did not have large uh, genitalia back in the day when, when there were Greek gods. Now, this is based on what exactly? Based on all these statues. Just the statues. Yes. Based, here's what I'm basing it on. The statues from the old days compared to Pornhub. <laughs> they don't compare. They're very sure different. They don't. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so don't. Sorry, thieves. No more stealing statue penises in France Remember as the, they've gone to detachable penis. Did you like that song? I did. Who, who sung that? I'm sure you know it. I do know it. Uh, Detach- King Missile. That's it. Look at you. King Missile. Okay. Now, that you talk about a one-hit wonder. How did you think that song comes about? Do you think they ever thought they'd have success with it? Uh, you know, when I worked for Ron and Fez in uh, 2001, we had uh, that guy in studio. Really? He was a poet, a okay. street poet. And so he he had that song, Detachable Penis. And he had, uh, like, when when we had him come in, he did a whole 
whole like um, reading of uh, about socks. <laughs> like that was his next thing. Oh like he went from detachable penis to socks. So just he's one of those uh, street poets, Jerry. Do you think he made money on that song? On detachable penis? I don't know. It's I don't such think a weird so. business, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I don't know how one hit wonders make any money. I don't know. At this point, I don't know how legitimate artists make money. Well, that's true, too. I remember Imish used to play that song all the time. Yeah, that's what Eddie says. When all I, the time. When I, I'll occasionally play it coming out of a break. The one cool thing they used to do with Imish that I actually liked a lot, they would go to break, and they would have these one-minute bumpers in the break where it would end with, you know, the Imish in the morning jingle. But they would sometimes play 40, 50, 60, even 70 seconds of a song and it was pretty cool. And that was, I remember, I think I was a freshman in high school when I started listening to Imus. I'm like, what is this? Detachable and I'm thinking, penis. how is this allowed on the radio? And then right. Little did I know they would continue to sing it, continue to sing it, and continue to play it. But, yeah, it was, kind of, it was like the Bloodhound Gang playing that this morning. Right. Kind of brings back memories, all the curse words in it. Like how those songs never got airplay and yet became a thing. Right, you knew them. Yeah. Yeah, for whatever. I guess I guess they make radio edits or radio yes, versions or something. That's the one thing with the satellite radio that I find very tricky with the kids in the car. Now that I'm listen, they're going to hear stuff. I'm not stupid, but the six year old, I'm trying to you know keep away from that. And sometimes I forget if I'm listening to the '90s channel because lithium, you, or if you're listening. Well, no, no, no. But I'm saying if you just listen to the '90s, oh, they will have radio edits for every song. If you listen to the, the the hits channel, it's radio edits. If you go to uh, the definitive genre stations, there are no edits. And sometimes you forget what you're listening to. My God, it's F-bomb here. It's funny how there are songs I didn't even realize how filthy they were. Right, because you heard the radio version. Well, because I grew up listening to, not grew up, but when I was driving, I was listening to you guys at K-Rock and Booker and, and Kane and all those guys, and everything was a radio edit. I mean, there are some songs I've heard, like songs from Tool, that, my God, I didn't realize how just <laughs> just F-bombs all over the place. Yeah. I Rage just, Against the Machine. Yeah, that was the one. Oh, so my I, God. I hear these Rage Against the Machine songs coming in on that Lithium channel. Like, oh, I'll use that coming out of break. That's oh. a great song. I remember it from K-Rock. But the versions I have available to me are all filled with curses. And you got to be careful. You play the wrong one. Yes. They're bad. They are. So, it's actually pretty funny. What was your business? You had a thing about um, death business. Well, so I, I heard this commercial today, driving into work. I won't say what station, but I heard it driving in. And it, it gets you to think, right? It was about planning out your afterlife. And call for a discount. Call now for your own death. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right? Never too early to start planning for your long-term future. Right. So parts of the commercial, I'm like, am I listening to a commercial for, like, a financial firm and for 401ks and IRAs, or is it about living eight feet under the ground. Right. And I'm sitting there thinking, my God, even this, and I guess it has to be a business because someone's got to pay for it. But if there was ever a plan to be put in place by government, take away everything. Shouldn't that be the one thing maybe government should pay for? You're, when you die to put you like, in the ground or whatever, however you want to go? Almost like you put your money into Social Security, but you also pay millions of taxes. Can we carve out a few dollars yes. for each paycheck? To our death taxes. Yeah, there. Are, yeah, yes, I agree with that, Jerry. Now there are some people. I believe my parents, like, already have. So do my parents. They've picked out where they will yeah. be buried, what their headstone is, what their co- because well, what they are, what they're doing is they feel like they do not want to be a burden on somebody. That's part of the commercial when they when they pass. Yep. So they're taking care of it all themselves. Right. 
which is crazy because, like, what is that appointment like? It's one thing to make the appointment. It's another thing to be sitting there with someone picking out, like, well, you know what? Lay in the coffee. Let me let me know how comfortable that right, is What difference for you. does it mean how it feels? <laughs> right. I'm dead. Right. Right? I'm gone. Yeah. I, I The whole thing, it's just, and I know they got to do it, and I understand that, but it's just like you. the more you grow up, that you really start to figure out life is basically a big business. Everything about it, whether it's, you know, the food you eat, you got to buy it. Someone's got to grow it, right? You go to church. Oh, it's church. It's for God and all that. And I'm all into it, right? I go to church every Sunday. But what do they do at church every week? They collect what? Money. Money, Jerry. For what? Right? Right. You know, whether it's going to school, whether it's you come to work, for what? To get ads to make money. Right. Like everything is the whole world revolves around money. Right. Right? How the the Middle East, oil. What's money. that? Money. Out of the whole thing. It and now bothers it's like, you now. Well, that, and then I'm like I said, I'm driving in, I'm thinking, my God, even death is business. Death is business. Uh, it's it's remarkable. That's gotta be a tough thing to be the people who work at the funeral homes, and I guess you get used to it because you have to pick out your casket and where people are going to be buried, like, right after they die. Yeah, with, so you with have, grieving families. Right. You have those grieving families in your office constantly. Yeah. So you must just be in, either be able to turn it off or you're so good at it from dealing with it for so many years that it's it doesn't affect you as much. That Because that's every day. That's your job every day you're dealing with someone's death. Well, I think it's like being an emergency room doctor. You're not saving everybody. So the first time you lose someone, you're probably devastated. The second time you're devastated a little bit less. And right, wrong, or indifferent, by the 20th time it happens, ah, God damn it, lost him again. All right, who's next? "Eh." Right. It's just kind of, it sounds callous, but it's probably true. But I agree, man. It has got to just be such a depressing life. Definitely, Jerry. The world revolves around money. Cash. Cash. I mean, cash for everything. Cash for commercials. Yeah. Have you heard of Team Snap? Matter of fact, I have heard of Team Snap, and I'm going to tell you right now. Then what is it? Team Snap is a great app, especially if you're into youth sports like I am. You uh, are. I coach two now, you teams. play youth sports? Part- no, 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 no. No, I'm not a youth anymore. I'm 42. Oh, 42. You would uh, dominate the league. My kids are 6 and 11. Okay. They play youth sports. Right now, in the middle of baseball season. So I am the head coach of two teams, assistant coach on two others. Uh, team Snap helps get you organized, lets your teams know where you have to be, when you have to be there, who you're playing. Uh, if there are changes in terms of first pitch, maybe the, the field change. Matter of fact, this Sunday, or rather tomorrow, I'm sorry, Friday, we're supposed to have a game at 8 o'clock under the lights. That has been changed to 6 o'clock. I have to get that word out. So Team Snap's a great app to do it. And while everything's about money, guess what? You can do Team Snap for a season for no money. Oh, is that right, Jerry? Just yes. go to teamsnap.com slash postgame. Is there a big difference in uh, skill level between 6-year-old and 11-year-old? Could they be on the same teams? That's my question. I'm not a parent, Jerry. You know, you I are. heard you. I just don't think that warrants an answer. Is it not even close? It's are there any 6-year-olds that could compete at an 11-year-old level? Are you really asking yes. me? Because your face actually looks serious. <laughs> I do. I'm kind of curious. No. Because no. kids develop at different, no. especially sports. No. Especially, I bet you Bryce Harper at six years old you could have dominated your league. You want to tell me that the absolute best six-year-old in the United States can play with the worst 11-year-old? Fine. But let's be serious. No. You don't think Bryce Harper at six 
could have competed no. with 11 year olds no i don't i don't you don't eight and 11 yes all of a sudden they start to get a little bit bigger yeah i remember what six-year-olds are i mean six-year-olds are still in a lot of cases still learning how to speak properly oh really some yeah there are others that are developed further but for the majority of them they're still little kids and they don't take direction well on the field so again some do some don't some will, you know some will be sitting there playing in the sand with ants and others are sitting there, like, hey johnny what do you say johnny let's go johnny and then they're good they're into but it but they can't play with a kid who's 11 who's now five foot two it's just no. Now, no, do these no, little no. leagues do they still do that thing where they go no batter, no batter, no batter, no, no batter, swing? I have not heard that. I didn't hear that when I played. Oh, you didn't? No, that was when I played. I guess early. Uh... You're like two years older than me. <laughs> so maybe I do. We definitely did that constantly. No batter, we, no batter, uh, no batter, no, no I, batter, swing. We never did that. No, didn't work. It didn't always work. No, we never. I'm hmm. sure it never worked. Actually. Hmm. So let's teamsnap.com/slash postgame, Jerry. Love it. Let me ask you this and see if this would bother you. <clears throat> because a man has lost his job. He was working at uh, one of these old age homes, you know, where, where where old people go to live. Right. Hence the name old age homes. I got it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, he, I, I, from what I read, he seemed like a fine employee, okay. a normal employee. But he would uh, take Legos on his own free time. He would take Lego sets and he would recreate... Um, Violent and sexual scenes with Legos depicting people he worked with. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, here? I do. And he and he would he would take these Legos and do the um, the stop uh, action movies with them. So it looked like uh, Lego him maybe was stabbing a Lego version of his boss at yes, work. Yes, I think at this warrants him being fired. But it was didn't happen at work. This was on his own free time. Is he not a creative artist? Uh, You know, I'm glad you brought that. There's another one that bothers me. (laughs) This whole artist crap that we hide behind. That's what I, if I was this guy. I'm not depicting depicting killing people or advocating it. I'm an artist. Shut up. An artist, yeah. There's no, come on. That's another thing. And all these guys, they can't sing a song without saying, F this, F this, F your mom, F my mom, blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm an artist. You're a vulgar (laughs) pig is what you are. So let me ask you this. Yeah. If Eddie, if Eddie Scazzari had a YouTube channel, because this is what it is. Yes. If Eddie Scazzari had a YouTube channel. Now, everything goes great here at work with you and Eddie. Everything's fine. There's right. no no weirdness. Right. But on his free time, Eddie has a YouTube channel where he has Lego characters, and he is a is the, the radio station board, or op, board operator. He's stabbing the update guy on okay. the morning show. Right. And he's stabbing... Uh, a bald Lego Craig, right. and he's cutting the head off of, of a blonde Lego Boomer. But like he's like, oh, well, that's my hilarious movies I make. That's different. <laughs> that's different. How's because it different? Because this is a goofy. What we do is fun. It's funny. I think that would be part and parcel of the show. Oh, okay. Now let's take it a step further. Let's say Eddie had that channel, and let's say he put, I don't know, he made Legos uh, of him murdering Mark, our boss. Right. And, you know, he was murdering the update anchors over a 10-10 wins <laughs> that don't think it's funny. Right. All the same company. Okay. Not so good. Yeah. Probably not going to go well. So this guy had other creative Lego oh Lego sets that he made. He made a uh, Nicole Brown Simpson oh, death Lego scene. See, what are we doing? I mean, this guy. I mean, I know people love Legos, but this is a little much. By the way, that's the first tip-off. Yes. An adult. That's, that's true. A Lego 
Right. Well, call them whatever you want. Enthusiast. That's good. I like that word. A Lego enthusiast. That's a problem, isn't it? Yeah, this is, seems like a problem. Plus, if I was one of the older people living in the old age home, <laughs> yeah. and I found this channel and saw him putting together Lego movies of him killing people. Jerry, old people don't use YouTube. I would YouTube. be concerned. That's not true. My, dude, my mother-in-law now is on Facebook. Is that right? Right? Well, older people do love Facebook. But they're on the computer. The YouTube's a piece of cake. That's true. So I don't know that that's actually accurate. Hmm. But if I'm one of those older people, I'm going to have nightmares that I'm getting, being stabbed with Legos by this guy. Yeah, this no guy, good. he's 37 years old. The uh, co-workers discovered the videos on Facebook and believed the videos showed them in sexually graphic and demeaning ways and very violent ways. Imagine you're on Facebook and... <laughs> What a lunatic. Yeah, no, this guy needs to be fired. Yeah. And it's stupid because if he was a good employee, it's just dumb. He's calling it far-fetched fiction. It's just far-fetched fiction. Great. And I'm sure when he filled it, this is what I love. I'm sure when he filled out the application and got the job, I'm sure he probably signed his name away to things you probably can't do. Hmm. And putting together a YouTube channel showing that you're killing people with Legos is probably one of them. He also had um, gay Lego scenes, it says, with some of his coworkers. Well, how, wait, uh, on here's one. Here's one where he had a um, a Lego Princess Leia figure dancing on a strip pole, and a pregnant Lego man graphically giving birth to a number of different items. Now we're getting stupid. <laughs> I mean, this guy needs a creative outlet. And he was not getting it. He was a food service worker at this uh, nursing home. Well, not he's going to have plenty of time to figure out where he's going to get that not outlet great. from. Not great. Not great, Jerry. Have a nice life, sir. Now he can go plan his death. And <laughs> his how he's going to pay death. for it. In his Lego coffin. No, I meant he can start plotting out where he's going to live for eternity. Could you live, if like, with these families that own um, funeral homes. Yeah. Oftentimes they live right across the street or, or right upstairs. Next door. Sometimes no, I could, upstairs. I could, not, I could not. You wouldn't be there with the bodies, no right? Chance. There's no chance. Could you be an embalmer? No. Me neither. Nope. 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 No chance. Absolutely not. Think about what you're saying. Right. Embalming fluids and no, stuff. No. No. Stop. You're not interested. I thought we were in that. off that. Ugh. What about a Lego embalming set? Have a great weekend, Al. See you. With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.